Hey folks, good evening or good day, whatever time it might be in the time zone you are in. This is the Coast to Coast program, Saturday, the 19th of September. What we're going to do on our Saturday shows is present to you the Friday rerun. That will be the 18th of September Coast to Coast live program here. And uh, the show goes live. It's a call-in show on Blog Talk Radio. Our number there is 515-605-9888 if you care to join us during the week. That would be the number to do so and be part of the conversation. So here, without further ado, is the rebroadcast of Friday, September 18th show of Coast to Coast Live. Thanks for joining us. Hold on, let me let me button up here. Hold on a second. Hold on just a second here. Hey, don't forget to wipe yourself, Andy, first. I mean, Hold on yeah, a second. On. You caught me off guard. We got, got hygiene right here. You just caught me off guard. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Guys, we apologize. Oh. The, the toilet is sorry about this, guys. Well, I got, a, I got a question for you. Yeah? I'll start the show okay. with a question. You ready? Here mm-hmm. we go. Uh, what would you say to Joe Biden? Here we go. I would say, I say, keep on moving, keep on moving forward. And, and how about you, Cornell? Keep going, brother. Keep going. Keep going. Yeah, we, we have, we've asked We're our studio audience. Way. We have a studio audience today here in Los Angeles, and we 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 asked some questions, and we just had people raise hands, and we randomly asked some similar questions that we're going to have here on the show today. And uh, here's what um, I, I'd like what this one gentleman had to uh, had to say regarding the same question. Uh, what would you say to Joe Biden? I'm a sex therapist. Yeah, so I don't know what the relevance is exactly. Did you get that? <laughs> no. I don't get it. Wait a minute. Here, let me play this again. Uh, what would you say to Joe Biden? I'm a sex therapist. Oh, yeah. It said I'm yeah. a sex therapist. Oh, yeah. okay. Yeah, now, um, wow. That's, that's yeah, so we, we know where that is. Hey, folks, we have breaking news. You may have heard it. You may have not heard it. Many of you may be hearing it for the first time on this show here on Coast to Coast. This is the Coast to Coast show. Um, you've got Amanda Love. Uh, I should have introduced you guys. I'm sorry. I was getting off the temple there. Um, <laughs> I tried. Uh, we got uh, Amanda Love there in, in uh, the U.K., and we hey, have uh, Cornell butler in pennsylvania who's producing the show as we go along and um hey guys. welcome aboard guys but yeah so the the news here is that um that justice ruth bader ginsburg has passed away and the timing i mean it's horrible that she passed away anyway but the timing could not have been worse as ginsburg was appointed in uh, 1993 as you may recall by president bill clinton and in uh, recent years 
as you also might know, has served as the most senior member of the court's what you might consider the liberal wing of the court, consistently delivering uh, progressive votes on the most divisive social issues of the day. Um, some of those issues include abortion rights, same-sex marriage, voting rights, immigration, health care, and affirmative action. Um, you know, she was, if you, if anybody in the Supreme Court was ever a rock star, it was Ruth Bader Ginsburg. Uh, she was dubbed as a notorious RBG, Ruth Bader Ginsburg, in speaking events across the country, drawing crowds like a rock star would. Uh, before primarily liberal audiences. She was greeted with standing ovations wherever she went. Uh, she spoke about her view of the law, um, her exercise routine, and her often fiery uh, dissents with the other members of the Supreme Court. Um, she has, and regarding her health, she's suffered from five bouts of cancer, and uh, with the most recent recurrence, as we may have uh, recalled in uh, earlier this year, when a biopsy revealed that uh, she had some uh, cancer of the liver but uh yeah 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 uh, even though wow. she was on chemotherapy uh, chemotherapy and that was uh, you know they were saying that was yielding some positive result um mm -hmm. and she was able to maintain somewhat of a daily routine i had no i thought she was kind of hanging in there and i was hanging and hoping myself that as many americans are or were hoping that she would make it through the election uh, we might right. look back. We might look back at when Barack Obama was finishing his term as president. There was a vacancy in the Supreme Court, where at the time uh, Garland was nominated. He was very qualified. Um, I mean, incredibly qualified. Just an esteemed record as a federal judge. Uh, very fair. Very well respected. Very popular. And uh, the the Senate. Head Mitch McConnell would not bring the nomination to the Supreme to the excuse me to the Senate because an upcoming presidential election. He was like, "Well, I'm going to wait till the next president comes in, then we'll do it." It will be interesting to see now, with the election just 43 days away, what will happen with the nomination of what Trump is now touting, according to his uh, his rally, even though he's calling it a demonstration, which is occurring right now in Minnesota, uh, is Ted Cruz, the conservative right-wing former presidential candidate and senator, uh, to be his nomination to the Supreme Court, uh, if that'll come to fruition or not, being the fact that there's an election in 43 days. It would, wouldn't it be interesting to, to see Mitch McConnell say, oh, yeah, I'll put it right through? versus mm -hmm. what happened when Obama was finishing his term as president and the same exact vacancy occurred. Uh, interesting. Our number here on the show is 515-605-9888. Uh, Big Ike will not be joining us today. He's a little um, under the weather, as they say. And, uh, no, you know, and bless he was, you. He, he, he was actually on board. And, uh, you know, we we're talking just for a, a momentarily and he said that he could not. Oh. I, I, know, I know, I know, I know, I know, I know. I, I believe, I know, I know. Oh, come on, come on, come on. Remember, this isn't a rally. This is a protest. Yes, guys, um, come on. Uh, really, you know what I'm saying? Um, but, again, he was um, he was not really feeling that well and, and um, said that he, you know, would would be better off if he didn't do the show. So we uh, gave him a pass, and uh, no. 
Yeah, but um, I'm my left cheeky guy. Yeah, the hell with that. You know what I mean? Like Jesus Christ. What? Well, I just realized he's not going to be on the show. He's a Wait jackass. A yeah, really. Wow. You know? Wow. Wow. <laughs> Where did that you know? come from? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I'll tell you. But the. Um, so the news is not good, folks. I mean, we the, the timing. I just can't believe what's going on in this country. We've got thousands of people in Minnesota right now as this show is going out live, um, standing like you would in a in a very crowded auditorium, shoulder to shoulder, without wearing a mask. Um, wow. Except the people behind him are wearing masks because they don't want Trump to get the virus. And he uh. said, and I, I right up to showtime, right up to showtime. Uh, I tuned in yeah. to the press conference. I wish I could bring it to you, uh, but I was listening in and watching it, and uh, he said this just literally moments ago, that we're rounding the corner with COVID-19. Uh, we're <clears throat> right around the corner from vaccine. Things are getting better. Here's the facts. 30 states are trending upward. 30 states are trending upward. We are just under 200,000 lives gone due to the coronavirus. And Trump stands there in front of thousands of people and says, we're rounding the corner. We're opening up. We need to open up everywhere. These Democrats are everything closed down. Hey, Minnesota, you should, you should be opened up. Everything should be opened up. Uh, and in the meantime, 200,000 people are dead. More people are dying. We're 1,200 some people a day now. Uh, this morning he came out at a press conference just prior to uh, getting on his plane to go to Minnesota. Um, mm-hmm. And he said that we're going to have enough vaccines for every American come April. Just like he said um, when the coronavirus was first, you know, kind of becoming uh, an alarm uh, that this will go away. We have it under control. And when the weather turns warm in April, it will magically disappear. We should be able to attend church in come Easter. And now he's saying there's going to be a a vaccine available for every American come April when we're nowhere near getting this vaccine approved as of today. And not only that, but as I say this right now, what's happening is right now is that the the feds are removing some of the red flags from the CDC testing protocols for for what they would normally have in a, a normal procedure to declare something safe to use. They're removing some of those safeguards to get it out there. That's happening. And now we have Ruth Bader Ginsburg dying. Now we have another room for somebody on the Supreme Court who might be another right-wing, you know, right-wing fanatic judge getting on board. Um, mm-hmm. And I just can't believe what's going on in America right now. I cannot believe we're living through this. Our number is 515-605-9888. And I'm not going to play this. I'm just going to tell you I am made as hell. And, and uh, you know, I wish I didn't have to take it anymore, but we have to take it. Yeah, I agree. I agree. We have to take it. You know, I mean, we can we mm-hmm. can laugh. And I know you have a lot of fun on the show doing different things. But I just can't be no any more serious than I am right now, folks. This is this is. You know, I just can't believe what we're all living for. This is not good news, this, what, what's going on around us. The, oh, there is some good news. There is some good news. There is some good news. We shoot, definitely shoot. good news. Oh, no, I want, it's good no. news. Guys, it's good news. Oh, right, oh my God. I might have some more bad what news. I can find you. No, I you might have, no yeah. respect. <laughs> no respect. <laughs> The I'm waving a banner for you, Andy. 
Come on. Thank you. What is the, the good news? Here's the good news. Wait, let me get my <laughs> news uh, going here. I'm going to get this on the teletype. Here it is. I'm going to read it when it comes across here. You've got your spectacles on, darling. Oh, oh man. man. I'm, I, I'm getting him on. Here we go. Okay. Here we go. Right. Oh, I, I can't see a damn thing. Oh, that's because I've got my sunglasses on. It's dark in here to begin with. Wait a minute. <laughs> <laughs> Hold on a minute. Hold on a minute. Let me read this. Let me read these notes. Andy, you are a fool. No, that can't be it. Wait a minute. Let me see. There's going to be something else here. Andy, shut the hell up. Wait a minute. God damn. Wow. Andy, get off the air. You have no business being here. Wait Hold on. Got it. I know it's here. He's getting a harsh. Wow. Hold on a second. Hold on a second. Um, Anything good, go. Andy? Got it. I found it. I found it. I'm sorry about the delay. I apologize. But the good news is this, that Biden is leading Donald Trump across the board in, in all the swing states across America. He's leading by uh, right around nine points. And and this recent poll is not just registered voters. <laughs> it's OK. Any more than that? That's it. <laughs> That's all we get today? That's all we get today? Whoa. Whoa. Uh, no respect. None. I'm getting no respect here today whatsoever. Zero. But um, oh what I was saying is it's not just um, registered voters, folks. It's uh, likely voters. In other words, they, uh, as opposed to just polling people who are old enough to vote and are registered to do it, they poll people who are planning to vote come the November 3rd election. And of, of those numbers, important numbers, Biden is, in fact, leading Donald Trump. And uh, the way I figure it is in my electoral college map right now, the way I figure it is Biden's going to get 304 votes with 270 required to become the president. Trump will get about 183. That could be up or down 8, 10, 12, 15, no matter how you slice it or dice it. You know, let's take – I've got Washington going um, going for Biden. Let's take it away. Okay, so we take it away and we put that in the uh, – let's, let's give it to Trump. Okay, now we're 292 for Biden. Let's take Oregon away and give that to Trump. We're 285. Let's take, uh, I don't know, some North Dakota – no, I've got that going red anyway. Um, let's take Minnesota away. That's where he is right now. Uh, we got 275. So How about Arkansas? We take Arkansas away. And let's take Arkansas away, but let's give, let's give Minnesota back. Let's swap. Just swap. Okay, so Minnesota now goes to Biden, Arkansas. Arkansas was definitely a Trump, but if we put that in Biden's camp, which I don't think will happen, that gives Biden 291 and Trump 196. Uh, I gave Florida to to um, to Biden. If we take that away and make that we don't know, uh, we'll see later. Um, Biden's 262, Trump's 196. Not enough for anybody to win yet. If we give Florida to Trump. Trump's 225, Biden's still 226. One more state, bam, Biden's got it. You see, in other words, it's so – no matter how you swing this map around, and I'm, uh, without, I have the map in front of me. I know you listeners obviously don't, or maybe you do. I, don't, I, I mm-hmm. doubt you do. Um, but no matter how you, you, know, you play it like a, um, a crossword puzzle – no, it's not a crossword puzzle. What kind of puzzle is it when you put the pieces in? 
jigsaw puzzle. Uh, Thank home, you. A home puzzle. A jig, a jig, a saw, a jig, a jigsaw puzzle. Jigsaw puzzle. Not a jigsaw puzzle. I'm playing jigsaw puzzle with the electoral college map, just swapping this one for that one, this one for that one. I did put Arizona, which has gone Republican for the last six elections or five. Um, they have their, you know, Biden is trending ahead of Trump by a good margin, and I did give. Arizona to Biden, but if we took it away and you give it to Trump, we now have 251 Biden, 236 Trump, and that's, and that's with Florida going to Trump. So if we took Florida away and we gave it back to Biden, we've got 280 for Biden, 207 for Trump. But you see how lopsided it is no matter what you do? You know, no matter how you swing it, back and forth and swing it back and forth, it, it looks... Like it's going to trend towards Biden as of right now, as of right now. And that's, of course, California going to Biden, Pennsylvania going Biden, New York, uh, Illinois, Minnesota. I got to give Arkansas back to Trump. I put it in uh, in Biden's column. So even then, I've got Biden 274, worst case scenario, Biden 274, four over what you need to win with Trump at 213. So this could be considered good news uh, the question will is how fast and will Mitch McConnell attempt to uh, make a play on getting a nominee nominee approved for the Supreme Court, and we don't want that to happen, do we, kids? Yay! <laughs> so, um, yeah, yeah. Let's. Uh, I have a uh, the earlier press coverage that uh, that Trump gave this morning before uh, getting on. Uh, oh, oh, yeah. They used a different Air Force One airplane today. Uh, it was a Boeing, I think, a 57 or 67 aircraft as opposed mm-hmm. to his normal 747. Uh, yeah. He said it cost uh, – and he was like, yeah, it cost $12 less. Wow. Yeah, Just 12 yeah, $12. Andy, <laughs> I can make have you ever flown one of those? Have no, I haven't. I, I I never did. I've got very good friends that, that that have recently retired from that type of aircraft, but I personally have not. I stayed more on the corporate side of aviation, the smaller biz jets. That's what I flew most of my time in. Anyway, uh, but you know, Trump um, Trump got on. Uh, oh, also, he said that if Biden wins, Minnesota will be destroyed. Really? And I'm not kidding. I'm not kidding. I'm not kidding. Minnesota is going to be overrun with anarchists, leftists, communists, oh. socialists. They're going to tear your cities down. They're going to tear your suburbs down if Biden wins. And I'm, I don't know what you're going to do, folks. I don't know where you're going to run to if Biden gets in because he's going to destroy your state. Anyway, I have uh, a press conference that I think is noteworthy and worth playing. Uh, again, our number is 515-605-9888. Let's take a listen to uh, Trump's press conference this morning. Nobody knows this stuff better than me. Nobody knows more about taxes than I do and income than I do. Nobody Nobody knows knows more about construction than I do. Nobody knows more about campaign finance than I do. I know more about drones than anybody. Nobody knows much more about technology, this type of technology, certainly, than I do. Nobody knows more about technology than me. Nobody in the history of this country has ever known so much about infrastructure as Donald Trump. I know the H-1B. I know the H-2B. Nobody knows it better than me. I know more about ISIS than the generals do, believe me. I understand things. I comprehend very well. Okay? So, of course, she's going to continue to lie. He can't help it. Yes. Wow, that's quite the sweeping statement from the president, right? 
He Thank knows you. more than the generals that have been there for like 40 years. <laughs> yeah. Huh. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah. So, Amanda, uh, what's yes, happening over there? Now that I've had this incredibly upbeat, uplifting, happy, go lucky on a Friday, <laughs> yeah. free flowing Friday show, um, oh. give us some news. Okay. Well, it, it isn't much better here, to be honest, sweetheart. Uh, over all of the tabloids is coronavirus because everything's got so much worse here. Um, mm. The cases have doubled within a week um, from 2,000 plus to now reaching over 4,322 across the UK. The death toll has increased from 21 to 30, 35 overnight. Um, so it's becoming very scary very quickly over here and people are still not taking it very seriously. So a lot of people have been complaining about the, the rule of six that the Prime Minister brought in on Monday. And he's now saying, well, OK, look, I don't want a national lockdown. We've got to try and cramp down on this as quickly as possible because it's going to go that way and it will just be devastating for us, as you can imagine. So that is everywhere. It's absolutely everywhere, all about the coronavirus, <clears throat> especially with uh, the EU as well. Um, I think it's Spain and France have got dramatic cases of um, increases. And um, so we're very close to Spain and France's numbers right now. Mm. Um, but some other news that I wanted to share that I think is always important is um, a young girl in southeast London, nine-year-old, and I hope I pronounce her name right, and forgive me, people, if I don't. Her name is Ayman or something like that. I apologise if I pronounced it wrong. Mm -hmm. She's gone mm -hmm. missing in southeast London and the police have launched uh, a big search for her. She is uh, a young black lady, five foot five, large build with braided hair. She was last seen wearing a white t-shirt, blue jumper, black mini dress and black trousers. So if anyone from London or anywhere in the UK has seen this young girl, please call 101 and quote C-A-D- Four six nine eight forward slash one eight S E P two zero. I think that's important to put out there. This poor girl. I think everybody must be frantic that she's gone missing. But that jumped out at me the most out of all the headlines today. So I hope she's found. Well, I hope she's well, found. wish her well. Wish her well, of course. Yeah. Hey, breaking news over over the UK, Amanda. They're saying Boris Johnson. Said UK seeing a second wave coming in of coronavirus? Yes, that's right, darling. Like I said, it, it's all over the headlines at the moment. So this was all part of the, the talk of trying to ignore uh, another national lockdown. And if that's the case, which will be a last-case scenario, it will last for hopefully about two weeks. But he's talking wow. about localising it like it has been. But it's possible that it's going to be more and more and more until it becomes... A national lockdown. So, yeah, it's getting very, very serious very quickly here. Wow, unbelievable. Yeah. Man. It's crazy, right? Oh. So, trying to keep oh. good spirits, people, trying to keep good yeah. spirits and do the right thing, you know? Yeah, it's Friday, y'all. People get scared. <laughs> Everything is great. We're trying to. <laughs> Life we're, is we're, beautiful. We're, we're, yeah, we're, we're working on it. You know, we're, we're um, you know, yeah, I mean, it seems. It's, it's hard, it's isn't it, with hard. everything that's going on? Yeah, to it's, try and keep that positive mindset. We are, and I, I always, I mean, 
positive. You know, we do our best of to course. do that. Maybe and we, and we also give, we give a, um, an honest-to-goodness spin on what's going on in the world and the country here on the show. We, we'd like to fact-check and you know, read into the headlines, not just read the headlines, and how that might affect us as individuals, because after all, we're just ordinary... I guess you call your average folks here and, and put together yeah. this kind of program that's taken off and uh, um, have enjoyed doing it and, and continue to do so. Um, yeah. But, uh, you know, here's it's an opportunity to vent and for you to vent as well. That's what podcasts are about. Yeah. Um, so our number again is, you know, are the advantage of this particular show is that it is a live call-in show and we are in 12 countries around the world. And uh, if you want to call in from or different places outside of the United States, just dial one first. And our number is 515-605-9888. Our chat is open. We have a, a live text chat through Blog Talk Radio. And go to Blog Talk Radio, look for the Coast to Coast show, and, um, and you'll be able to chat with us live. Here comes one now. Uh, let me see what this one says. Andy, as I said before, get off the air. <laughs> oh, my God. Another Andy, you fool you. Okay. Forgive me, Andy. Um, I shouldn't laugh uh, at you. Andy, there's a reason why you get no respect. And Andy, uh, wow, you know, I'm, I'm reading all these texts coming from everywhere. Um, but, you know, hey, as I said, it ain't easy being me. You know what I'm saying? You know what I mean? Yeah. So, hey. So. <laughs> I saw, actually, I saw a message come in today, Andy, saying that you were spotted wearing your mankini. Whoa. I'm trying them on. I'm trying. No, really? I'm going to get. I'm, I'm going to send a picture. I will. I will do my best. I'll. I'll, I'll post it on our website. I'm going to start trying more. I think, I, do you believe in Cornell? I am. I'm drinking a Kona beer right now. I'm having an IPA as we do the show. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, that's oh. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. And uh, and Cornell, you're going to break into the case that you bought yesterday. Oh, of uh, course. Oh, yes. I can't wait. It's on chill right now. Tomorrow? Oh, my God. I'm I'm taking it to the moon. making it happen. Sorry, go on, go on, darling. You, you, are you going to hear? Well, I'm just swigging this beer here, so just give me a second. Okay. Wow, it goes when they come out at the same time. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> I can't wait to drink it tomorrow. <laughs> well, if, if if you need a good year right like for now, let's make some Excuse me, folks. I'm sorry. I thought we were taking a commercial break. I'm apologize. My I, I apologize. Oh my, my apologies. Man, I thought we were on commercial. Are we, are we still live? Is yes, we are. Live? Oh my god. Yes. Cornell, have you got the air freshener, darling? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Air freshener, you need a blow for it. Don't like any matches, people. <laughs> oh my god. We'll be right Three back after this message. Looks ran to this message. We'll be right back. Why do I show up day in and day out? Because I am a football player. Watch her. Pepsi, made for football. Watch it. All right. Anyway, other news today. We have some other news to talk about today. Um, uh, uh, we just, if you case you missed uh, the earlier part of the show, it has been. Um, I guess you might notice already. You might not, but 
uh, Ruth Bader Ginsburg, Supreme Court Justice, has passed away at the age of 87, leaving a vacancy on the Supreme Court in these trying times right now. Um, other news that we should be talking about uh, on the Coast to Coast show is the uh, White House um, uh, playing you know, on, on the defense again, uh, as they continue to be, regarding so many issues. And uh, right now they have a big battle going on with uh, um, the former aide, Olivia Troy, who came out – she was an aide to Mike Pence – actually came out and uh, spoke against uh, what Trump was doing and what it was like to work in the White House, and they're on the defense with that. And they've been on the defense between, between her statements, which have been not so flattering, and um, Maria Trump's book and um, uh, Michael Cohen's book and Bob Woodward's book, the recordings by Trump's sister saying what a liar he was, and they're – and it's funny because all these things come out and, and, you know, you hear one thing after another after another, and they all are consistent. You know, they have different messages, but one thing is true, that the messages are all consistent with who this person is and reflects upon his incompetency to hold the office in which he holds. And that is something I think we need as citizens of this country to take very, very seriously. And it kind of bewilder it's bewildering to me as to why – millions of folks still follow him given what he says versus what is true and and we don't have to search far and wide to see what is true you know when we look at people dying do you think these are made up numbers that it's that it's not real that these people are not really dying from coronavirus when we're about to see 200,000 people affected by this and he's saying we're rounding the corner we're going to have a vaccine now as we just spoke about earlier in the show and and they still yay make America great again. Oh, you know what they're doing today? Oh my God, I got to tell you this. This is unbelievable. What's that? What's that, Andy? This is this is unbelievable. Um, yeah, I don't know where to begin with this one. Um, do you remember okay. the two thousand six? Do you remember the two thousand sixteen election? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do you remember who he ran against? Yes. Uh, of course. Uh... Hillary Clinton, right? Do you remember? Mm-hmm. Do you remember um, the email scandal? Yes. Yeah. Oh. A mixed reaction on that one. Um, wow. Yeah. The uh, <laughs> this is what he did today at his Minnesota rally, what he calls a demonstration. Um, mm-hmm. He started. He spent I don't know ten minutes talking about the emails and how Hillary Clinton smashed her phone and he asked the audience, has anybody here tossed a phone and then smashed it? I don't know. When I get rid of phones, I get rid of phones all the time. This is him speaking. I get rid of phones all the time. I never smashed a phone. Anybody here ever smashed a phone when you get rid of it? Well, she smashed her phone and then starts talking about the email server and then the audience, the thousands of people who were there, start screaming, lock her up, lock her up. My question wow. is this, and with the answer, I want you to call 515-605-9888 or email us. The email address right now for the show is andyandlloydshow at gmail.com. Lloyd being Lloyd Booker, andyandlloydshow at gmail.com. Uh, email us uh, if you don't want to call with the answer to this question. Who is his opponent in the 2020 race 
why did he spend so much time speaking of Hillary Clinton and his fans yelling, lock her up like it was 2016? This is 2020. The issues are by far not the same as they were in 2016. Hillary Clinton is not his opponent, but he speaks of Hillary Clinton, in my opinion, because he is so far behind. And in the state of Minnesota, he's nine points behind. This is what he says. I'm not nine points behind. Those are all bogus fake news polls. I, well, we're not nine points behind. We're winning here. Every single poll, every poll. If you look at registered voters and you look at likely voters across the board, Fox News, yeah. NPR, ABC News, NBC, Reuters, AP, I go down the list. Okay, there's more. Yeah. All show in Minnesota, Biden leading Trump by about nine points, plus or minus a couple. Nine points. And he'll stand That's up there and lie and, and say Sorry, we're, we're, we're actually winning. Right. It seems to me that he's running out of things to attack Biden with and so, hey, let's drag up Hillary Clinton and put a bad memory in your mind so that you associate it with Biden. Yes, yes. Did? Yeah. Reverse yeah. psychology. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, we have a guest. We have a guest um, coming on board. Who uh, actually is not showing up on board? Um, showing oh, he's, him here, he's, but he's getting ready to come right now. Ooh, excellent, excellent. Excellent. His name is Fernando Reyes. Actor Fernando Reyes. Nice. Look forward well, to chatting with him. He'll. Uh, when he shows uh, up here solid green, we'll be glad to get him on the show and see what he's doing and give us some info about the business that he is he serves. And um, but I don't see him here yet. But we'll you know well we welcome aboard of course. And our number here, if you want to join our show as well, is five one five six zero five nine eight eight eight. This is the this is the Coast to Coast show. I almost forgot what show we're doing. This is the Coast to Coast show. What show is, what show is this again? What are we called? The Toilet Show. <laughs> yeah. The Toilet Flesh Show. The Pink show. Floyd Show. The Pink Floyd Show? No, the Toilet Flesh Show. Here's Fernando Reyes. Welcome. We're going to welcome Fernando on board the Coast to Coast program. Fernando, welcome aboard. I think he's here. Yeah, he should be here. He's here. Fernando, are you here? Are you on? Are you on mute? Uh, hello? We're gonna try uh, we're gonna try something else here. There's there's a way around this. Hold on a minute. Fernando, hi, are you on board? Hey, I'm here. Oh. Hey, he hey. Hi Fernando. Hey, how you doing? Hey, how you guys doing? We're doing good. Doing Thank great. you for coming. Thank you for joining us. Yeah, yeah, thank you for having me. Oh, you're welcome, darling, you're welcome. We have Amanda Love in the UK, we have Cornell there in um, in Pennsylvania, and I'm Andy Kimball here in our Los Angeles studios. Fernando, you are, you've been doing some acting work in various films and projects and TV shows, I think. I, I'm gonna, give, give us a rundown there, my man. Uh, yeah, I mean, I started out with some um, student films in Temple University in Drexel, um, I was an extra in the show um, Dispatch from Elsewhere with uh, Jason Siegel. And then I've just been in various short films, um, such as Alone by um, Empty Prime Productions and also uh, Their Their Big Day by uh, director Joe Shoecrater. But um, 
I'm just I'm just developing my my career as an actor, honestly, here in Philadelphia. And also I've been in um something called Close Call, um, by uh Black Lens Cinema as well. I have heard that. I've heard Amazing. that. The, last, the other ones I haven't heard, but this one I have heard of. Yeah, great. So t- tell us, uh, on set, we've got, we're talking to people around the world. We're in 12 countries around the world. And uh, I'm in L.A. I'm in, you know, right outside of Hollywood here. Um, and, uh, but for the people who, who go to the movies, who, who watch TV, uh, who go to see productions of various sorts, and they see folks on the screen, what's it like? What's on it screen, like on set? Um, on set, oh man, it's hectic. Um, you never get used to hearing. Um, let's do one more take. Let's, let's do one more take for safety. That's um, one of those things that you never get used to hearing because it, it, it's said all the time. Um, wow. But but the artistry on how how it's put into perspective on not only the way the director shoots a film with different angles, but Big respect on the those who also do the cinematography for their own films and how they put it in order. That's big because when you when you're shooting the film and, and you you see all those takes you take and how many different times you've done it, how many different variations you've done it. But when you see how this, uh, this the director that had your own project and they wear many hats on set and how they put it together, it's it's just mind blowing to watch. You're like, wow, this is actually the final product. This was actually really good. I thought you were going to go for this take, but this take was better. And it's like how much of a different perspective you have and, and uh, how much more of an appreciation on, on a different perspective that you, you, you are given when you see what the director likes and how he puts it together or a cinematographer puts it together. And when you see the final product, you're just blown away. Wow, that's amazing. Do you ever feel, like, disappointed that certain scenes didn't quite make it? I'm sorry, can you repeat that question? Sorry, darling. Do you ever feel disappointed that certain scenes were like cut out and they didn't quite make it? Um, only if it was one of those scenes that they said, uh, "Hey, can you improvise?" And if you felt like yeah. you gave it your best effort and they didn't put it in there, you're like, "Hey, you told me to improvise and didn't make it." But at the end <laughs> of the day, it is what it is. But yeah. it's, it's definitely appreciated when it does make it. It's more appreciated when it does make it. But the final product is. The final product, and and I, I'm so humbled to be a part of that type of project to begin with. Of course, that's mm. beautiful. Wow. When you see something on TV or in a movie that, let's say, is a, takes about three to five minutes, how long of a day is it to shoot that five minute scene on set? Oh man, I did a. I, I mean, maybe not three to five minutes. But I remember I did a short, the short film um, alone that I did with a uh, director, Rashira Mark Johnson. Um, when I did that film, we did one overnight take that was 12 to 14 hours, and then we did another one, aside from it, that took about 10 hours. I guess you can say it was a total of 24 to 28 hours of filming. And when I saw it, it was only about 14 minutes long. And I'm like, wow, wow we put the night doing all that, and it was, this was like a 14-minute film. And, you know, I try, to, I try to explain that to people that aren't familiar with that. They're like... Yeah, this thing lasted like two minutes, but that, that could have probably lasted like twelve hours. Wow, that's that's incredible. <laughs> I want to ask you, Fernando, um, what made you want to get into acting? Um, two things: um, seeing really bad movies and, and and realizing that hey, I can probably do this better. And I, I started just pursuing it generally through there. But um, also, I reached a point in my life that. 
what I was currently doing wasn't for me. It's not something that I wanted to invest my time in. Um, I grew up doing sketch arting and oil paintings, and I was always into the art. So once I dabbled into acting um, through Temple University and Drexel from doing student films, I, I found myself in a place that this is something I want to do and something I want to progress in and something that I, I myself wanted to, to invest my time in. And another reason is that, like, when I saw movies, I didn't see a lot of Latino actors and me being Puerto Rican-American. Um, I wanted to, to help that, that standpoint to, to, to add more to that community of, of, of Hispanic uh, Latino actors out there. Amazing. Okay, okay. Uh, Fernando, I checked out your monologue on Nitty Gritty, and uh, I've got to, I've got to say, sweetheart, your voice won me over. You've got a beautiful voice. Thank you, thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> I just have to say Does he, that. Do you sing? I got a, I got a very, no, I don't, I don't sing at all. But some people do no. say I do have a, um, uh, a good, a nice raspy voice. Yes, but I do it's sing, beautiful. I do sing a good, um, a good in those jeans and Tennessee whiskey. If, if there's a karaoke night, I do sing that very well. You're gonna give us a, a like a few seconds or ten seconds of it? Oh no no I can't I can't do that. <laughs> I, I, listen, I, I, I'm a singer and I, I'm proud to admit I'm I'm very well known. I sing a national anthem to an audience of one in my backyard, my dog, and <laughs> and all the whole neighborhood empties they go they go away. You know I, I had no. You know it all started when I was a kid. You know what I mean? It all started when I was a kid. You know I, I got to tell you the. Uh, you know, I, it, when I was a young kid, my I asked my old man if I could go ice skating in the lake. He said, "What?" He said, "Wait, Andy, wait till it gets warmer." You know what I mean? No, none, no respect, <laughs> none. But so much for my singing career. Uh, we're going to uh, stay with this. Um, Fernando, are you a beer drinker? Oh yes. All right, then stay on board here. We're going to we're up against a hard break. We're going to be right back. Stay on board here. Right after this message. <laughs> Dear Mainland, aloha. My brother and I know all about your to-do list, but have you also considered making a to-don't list? Like don't forget hang time with your ohana. Don't forget to step outside every now and then. And don't forget the big wave golden ale. So maybe you make a to-don't list today, yeah? Put it on your to-do list. Good one, brother. One life, right? Mahal, Longboard Island Lager and big wave golden ale from Kona Brewing. We are big fans of Kona Beer on this show. Big, big fans. Uh, I just heard uh, that if... line of uh, the uh, to-don't list today. <laughs> it makes me smile every time. <laughs> we're yeah, we're uh, yeah. Um, we we do like Kona Beer here, and as a matter of fact, uh, Cornell just um, to my recommendation went out and yes, got himself. Yes. Yesterday he's going to break. He he's got a heavy duty work schedule, so he's unable to break into it for all the right reasons uh, till tomorrow. But he's going to, and of course I will be on the phone witnessing his first gulp of Kona beer. <laughs> and I, you know, I should record it. Why not? Really? <laughs> you know what, Andy? That's a good idea. I'm going to record. I'm going to make a commercial tomorrow. You can yeah. video yourself. Video yourself, yeah. <laughs> I'm like, I really, either I like it or not, but the way we talk about it, I really love it, just because of Andy always talking about it and everything. And, um, oh, my gosh, I can't wait. I can't wait. <laughs> and, and, and I got to say, you know, uh, for a bunch of reasons, that 
Kona Beer is not a sponsor of this show. And the only reason we speak of Kona Beer and play their material is because we are such amazing fans of the product. And, you know, if you got it, flaunt it. And they have it. So we're flaunting it. All right? So uh, that's all we speak so much of Kona Beer. Maybe we can get them involved in the show. Hey, you know, this is a podcast, folks, that we, you know, we talk about a lot of things. We kind of dive into the news and the headlines the things that, and the issues and current events that are concerning to all of us um, around the world, not just here in the United States. And uh, we think we have a good thing going here. We have listeners from all over the world. And um, we're welcoming, you know, sponsors of the show. And um, so if you're interested or know of anybody who might want to come on board as a sponsor of the show, you make sure you let us know. And um, we'd love to talk to you for sure, for sure. So uh, we have another caller coming on board here in just a minute. Uh, But uh, I have another question for you. Um, what is current projects? What are you doing now? Do you have a current project you're working on right now? Yeah, so I actually have quite a few. Um, I'm, I'm, I have one that I just got recently captured for. It's called Eyes of Deception, which hopefully is coming out by the end of the year. Um, also, I'm, I've been casted for a TV show called Fat Boy. It's going to be a web series that's going to be coming out hopefully by early 2021. It's going to be an eight-episode TV series. Um, and I've also been casted for a short film called Burning Bridges, and hopefully that's going to start shooting by the end of this year or early 2021 because um, due to COVID, Airbnb is giving some type of troubles with um, looking for, for um, a venue to shoot this film or a house to shoot this film. So. Wow, so yes, three of course. So four projects coming out by the end. Of, hopefully it's going to begin production by the end of the year. Amazing. Wow. Okay. Let's hope that goes ahead because it's crazy right now, isn't it, with all the uh, coronavirus stuff? And uh... thank you, guys. Yeah, thank you. It's, it's, <laughs> it's like one of those things. that's like it has a double-edged sword. Like this is the best opportunity for creatives right now, but it's also mm-hmm. limited at the same time. So yeah, yeah. Here, let me, <clears> let let me ask you a question. Oh, we have a. Excuse me, one sec. But we do have a caller coming in. Right, stay on the line. Don't go anywhere. Hello, caller. Are you with us? Hello. Hello. Hello? Hi. Hi. What is your yes. name? Spaghettios. Spaghettios? What? Who? Okay, we'll we'll buy that. I think you might be on a uh, on a on a cell phone or some kind of phone. You're kind of kind of muted. But welcome to the Coast to Coast program. What would you like to talk about? We have. Uh, Fernando's on the line. We have Amanda Love, Andy Kimball, Cornell Butler, and this is the Coast to Coast program. What would you like to uh, to talk about? <laughs> Amanda, did you hear anything he has said? Um, I'll be honest. I can't make it out, sweetheart. I think yeah, I got it. it. Like a lot of so people are very happy with their 401ks and with the socks that they have, and uh, that's a tremendous achievement. I also want to provide an update on left-wing political violence that we're seeing in Democrat-run cities. Under my administration, federal law enforcement is working with state and local authorities all over. Was that your message? (laughs) (laughs) We've had all sorts of callers on the show, folks. 
We've had all sorts of callers on the show. Uh, but thank you for your call, caller. Try us again. We couldn't quite make out what you're saying, but we do appreciate you being um, on the show. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, Fernando, we'd right, love to have you back. Your, yeah, we're talking about your um, your work and what you're doing now and the productions you're involved with. What is your – How is? let me ask you this question. This is of interest to all of us as well. What is your take – from where you are, from your, from your, you know, from where you see your industry, coronavirus, what impact has it had, and where will we see that impact manifest itself in cinema and television? Um, I strongly believe that, like, when it first happened, it definitely did get people a lot of scare because I had like five production productions lined up, and boom, it just got canceled. If five projects lined up, I was ready. I'm like, okay, cool. I got my calendar set. I'm ready to start shooting. Let's do it. And then Corona came and all that under the rug. Um, it's going to make people eager to still want to go out to social events. And I don't want things to go back to normal. I do want things to progress to be better. So that's what I'm hoping for. And this has just made this – this was just a, a, a point in creative people's Past that this isn't a stopping point. This is a working point for us to move forward and keep doing creative things, keep putting, pushing our content, keep telling stories because there's no other way to bring people together other than telling each other's stories or showing each other's stories or singing or playing or acting each other's stories or telling them. I think that's yeah. the beautiful thing about being online as well, isn't it? Because I've seen a lot of actors use Facebook as a platform to put out their messages and, um, you know, keep their fans uh, interacting with them. Yeah, definitely. Especially since, uh, like I said, this, is, this, is a, this, this isn't a stopping point. This is just uh, a pause on yeah. a movie yeah. that, that's going to continuously just keep going. Because, like, I, I've told Cornell plenty of times, I'm like, listen, this is not something that's going to stop me, make me or break me. Like, this is something that's going to want me to push forward no matter what, because 2020 is not over. And that's so, December, so, 12, so 12 a.m., January 1st, 2021. So I got to 11.59 p.m., December 31st, 2020, until 2020 is over. And I'm my, the same moves that I made prior to COVID-19 are still being made and they're still be happening no matter what. Yeah. Fernando, I'm going to ask you a question. Are, are you going to pursue any further in the um, movie career, like um, acting or going further into di- directing and, you know? Oh, yeah. I mean, once, once I, I, I freed up my plate on, um, on acting at the end of this year, I've been working on a couple of scripts that are of stories of my own that I want to tell my brother as well. Me and my brother, we, we collaborated with uh, writing a very impactful story about things that went on in our lives. Um, but once once my schedule clears up with the whole acting thing, um, I do want to start making my own projects next year. Start filming my own projects next year. Beautiful. I love how, in, in I know it's a, a very dramatic time of crisis, but like you said, a lot of beautiful things can come out of this. A lot of beautiful yeah. things. Yeah, I mean, Andy. If, if you really think about it, this is this is a this put people in a in a in a time of thinking. Like, yes. Not only not only people being cooped up in their house has made people want to get creative in remodeling and redoing their houses, but just people who who have a passion to 
produce and make creative content, they were in a position that they like, you know what? Like, I, I've, I've met several screenwriters who sold scripts throughout this pandemic because production companies like, hey, look, when this lifts up, eventually it will, we need new content to push out. I see Netflix, Hulu, Amazon buying people's stores, buying people's independent films, and I'm just like, wow. Right? Like, people are really hustling. Wow. They're really moving. That's yeah. motivating. It is, yeah. It's inspiring. I like that. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Go ahead, Cornell. Go ahead. Go ahead. Uh, I've got a question for you, and that is, uh, you know, I'm here in L.A., and uh, actors here and, and emerging actors and actor wannabes all look forward to pilot season that kicks off in early April and goes to maybe early June, um, thereabouts. And the reason why is there's so many productions that one could get involved in and audition for and even get a background, you know, gig in um, – which isn't bad money for an emerging actor just come, moving out to L.A. and wants to make some money. And, you know, as you say, an extra, but, you know, their background, that's what they call extras now, their background actors, because uh, there's more to it than just sitting at a table and drinking a cup of coffee in the back of a scene. Um, so some people take background acting very seriously, and there's some people who make a very good living doing just that. But regardless of that, there's a tremendous amount of, uh, of work out here in L.A. Um, in pilot season and the pilot season is when they produce tv shows that they try to solicit them to the major networks as now we have also netflix and hulu and so forth um to try to get on as a as a series as a show and hopefully they get picked up and bam it changes everybody's lives and so forth well this year there was no pilot season so let me ask you a question fernando from that standpoint uh what happens with the introduction of new television shows come the fall if there was no pilot season in the spring, what do you know? Do you know anything about that? Or am I? Am I? Are you qualified to talk about that a little bit? Um, I mean, the only thing I can, I can say is that, like, for people who are limited because of COVID nineteen, they keep recording, they keep uh, they keep creating their content because the only thing you could do is have content to pitch. Because if you already have something recorded on YouTube, if you have something that's, that's on um, QB, if you got accepted by something on QB, like um, I know a director who she still pushed out a, a film of hers prior to post-COVID, but released her film during COVID um, on QB called uh, Freaks of Nature, Fawn, F-O-N. She still had several views on it. She had even someone talk about it when they were interviewing people on, on the NFL, on um, the Eagles, um, a month ago, I believe. Um and the, the only thing I can say is that that shouldn't stop anyone, even if there's a pause on pilot season, because when the world does open back up or people are doing things digitally, you can say, hey, I have content. I have three episodes. Let me know what you think. It doesn't hurt to pitch it, no matter yeah. what, because people are watching. People are home. People want content. People want to watch something by their home. Mm-hmm. They don't want to stay at home and stare at their TV all day or their computers all day working. They want something in the background. They want something new to watch. I literally... But certain directors that reached out to me to work with me, I literally binged all their work so that I could get familiar with it. And I watched all their short films that they did or all their features that they did. And that was something new to me that, that, that broadened my, my imagination with, with different ways of per, um, perceiving how, how to act a character by watching other characters, new, um, new actors that are, that are in the game. So, I mean, I, I don't think that should stop people at all from trying to trying to put their content out there because there's always going to be somebody wanting to watch something. Yeah, very wise words. I, I got to tell you, the uh, 
guy I know from, who's originally from Philadelphia. I'm in LA. I'm, I'm from Philadelphia originally. Um, a guy by the name of Adam Goldberg, who has a show uh, on ABC uh, called The Goldbergs on Thursday nights. And um, I was talking to him down at Sony Studios where they shoot this show. Uh, oh, God, over a year ago now, I think. Uh, and we were talking about how he pitched his idea of the Goldbergs, which is a very well-known, you know, I, think I, don't, I forget what season we're on now, four or whatever it is. Um, he shot a pilot on his cell phone, and he took it to the powers that be at ABC, and they're talking about his idea of this kid who goes to the William Penn School, which is actually the Penn Charter School in Philadelphia. That's where he went and graduated from, and the show was based on his experiences there. Um, but in the show, they don't call it Penn, uh, the, uh, Penn Charter. They call it the William Penn School. Um, so he went and is talking to the execs of the ABC, and uh, they pretty much, in a nutshell, they said, uh, let's see what you got. you have anything to show us? And he works out his cell phone and shows them his idea. And the rest is history. But I must say, though, prior to doing that, he did direct and produce some B-type horror flicks and those type of movies, you know, whatever. But So he had experience and had a portfolio. So he wasn't just coming out of nowhere and saying, hey, I shot this pilot on my cell phone. Want to see it? Um, but that's how the Goldbergs came to be. And I think there's a spinoff or wow. two emanating from that show. Um, but don't, you know, I, I want to question folks that are listening to this saying, hey, you know, I, I love the idea of producing, of acting, of, of directing, and something I might want to do. It is very, 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 and I can't emphasize and underline that enough, difficult to break into. You have, I've got, you can have the greatest script, the greatest story based upon the greatest novel ever written. Good luck getting it produced here in Hollywood. It just is, it's who you know and connections and histories and Thank it's you. a rat race. It's very difficult. I've, I've, very difficult. I've, I've expressed it so many times, like, especially like I've, I've turned onto projects where, where, um, I don't need to get paid for it. I've always told myself, like, I'm always going to be forever grateful to be put in a position where I can, I can get more doors open for me in, in that industry, even though I'm not getting paid for it. Because I'm, I'm, mm. I'm the type that I'd rather get paid in opportunity than in money because yeah. eventually the money will come. But I'm going to, as long as I feel like I'm, I'm pursuing progress, that's, that's the position where I want to be at, that I'm pursuing progress and where I want to be. Of course, doing all the groundwork, building the, the foundation. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's amazing. Oh, I'm sorry. Our guest is Fernando um, Reyes. He's an actor in Philadelphia. Our number here is 515-605-9888. This is the Coast to Coast show, and we're just kind of taking a breather from the, the heavy-duty news we started with and talking about the acting business, the film business, TV, and it's a, it's a great uh, distraction from from other subjects that we would normally discuss on this show. Um, it really is. But I'm sorry, Cornell. Go ahead. No, you're fine. Um, Fernando, is there any actors or actress that, that inspire you? Good question. Um, well-known actors uh, and actresses. Um, Dick Dillahaw is probably one of my independent. They could be, um, you know, independent oh, films. Or... Jake is legendary. Oh, yeah, Dillahaw is by far one of my favorite. Antonio uh, Antonio Banderas is one of my favorite as well. Uh, Benicio del is definitely one of my favorite. Um, may rest in peace. Um, um, Paul. Um, um. Uh, the guy that played the, the father in Adam's family, I think it's Raul, uh, Raul Paula, that's his name. He's one of my favorites, too. 
Um, and a lot of the underrated actors that, that, that are in big films out there now nowadays, that they're, they're my favorite, like the underdogs that are in that. acting right that. Yeah. Like, um, the main character from the TV show The Boys, he's never really been nominated for no major roles, but when you see him in any of his work, he's just mind-blowing. That kind of breaks my heart a little. You know, you see all these amazing actors and they don't receive the credit that they, they truly deserve. Yeah. Exactly. I'm, I'm kind of a fan. Uh, I'm a fan of um, Johnny Depp. Oh, yeah. yeah. That's a good one. Yeah. Johnny Depp is a big time. You can't, you, can't go, you can't go wrong with, uh, with ever admiring his work. Yeah. 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 I, I, I got a question for you. Wasn't Johnny Depp in... Uh, uh, Willy Wonka was that Johnny? That was Johnny Depp, right? Yes, the, yeah, the, the remake. The remake yeah. The remake, yeah, 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 he was great. I thought he was absolutely spectacular in that film. Absolutely, he's I always, thought that was. Just, he's always good just, at playing unusual roles, isn't he? Yeah, like Edward Scissorhands. Yeah, like, you know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. yeah. Even when he played the, uh, the the inspector on um, on on Sleepy Hollow, I haven't seen that movie since I was a kid, and I saw it. Like I've I've revisited a lot of movies I've seen as a kid, and. Um, a lot of those actors, like even Johnny Depp in that movie, was so good. Like I, I've even seen yeah. um, some movies with uh, Pat, Patrick Swayze. May he rest in peace. I'm like, Yo, Patrick Swayze was like really the man. Like he was such a great actor. <laughs> yes, definitely. Yes. But my favorite, I think. I'm sorry, sorry guys. My favorite of Jake is got to be Donny Darko because it was such an has- unusual role. Yeah, mine has to be Prisoners and um and Nightcrawler for for uh for Jake Gyllenhaal. Oh, good ones, good ones. Uh, how about you, Andy? Who's one of your favorite actors or actress? Ron Jeremy. Oh, that's a good one. Why why do you say that, Andy? I mean, what makes you... I got got a text coming through here. Wait a minute. Here's something on our text chat coming through here on the website. Let me read this to you. Andy, it didn't take you long at all to say Ron Jeremy. What's up, dude? Oh, well... uh, (laughs) (laughs) um, I'll tell you on tomorrow's show. Oh! Oh, He dropped it. He dropped it. No respect. <laughs> Fernando, that Done. gets dropped a lot on every show. No, I got to tell you, you know, I got to, my doctor told me to watch my drinking. Now I drink in front of the mirror. You know what I mean? So, uh, <laughs> no, that's a good one. Yeah, that's, that's, that's yeah. my good one. I'm I have to use that, Andy. <laughs> yeah, you know, I'll tell you, it ain't easy. It ain't easy. I'll tell you. You know, my wife and I, we uh, we don't think alike, you know. She donates money to the homeless, I donate money to the topless. You know what I mean? <laughs> Andy, Andy. Hey, talk, hey Fernando, are you into mixed martial that, arts? Uh, yeah, I recently picked back up uh, Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu. Oh, amazing. I asked because a friend of mine is actually... Um, a martial arts teacher and uh, he opened a lightsaber academy where people could come in and usually uh, use these lightsabers in, in in the martial arts and I thought that was so cool but, you mean um, like Star Wars? Yeah, yeah like, like Star Wars they actually yeah. do teach classes for that It's amazing uh, he opened my eyes up to martial arts and I was always kind of like a fan of Bruce Lee back in the day and um, oh yeah, he's legendary. He's the man. But you know, 
seeing all these different types of martial arts is mind-blowing to me. Absolutely mind-blowing. Oh, yeah. I think what you just said is very important. Thank I you. I agree. Yeah, thank <laughs> you. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> thank you. So, Fernando, when I, when I called you to be on a show, man, you were saying that you getting yourself another tattoo? Oh, yeah, I, I literally just got done a tattoo right now. <laughs> you're, you're, have, you're doing a tattoo as we speak right now? No, I just got done. Oh, wow. Why you were on the air? Like, literally, when I called in, I just got done the tattoo. Wow. You know, I don't don't have one. Shout out to my guy, Scott McMohan. Awesome. What is that that tattoo of? Um, I got a a Japanese um, samurai oni mask. Ooh. I like that. What what is your reason for that one? I've always been into in, into their artistry and and I I just always wanted one and finally when me and him were trying to figure out what to put on the space of my forum, I got one of his reference pictures and I said, You know what? I always wanted one of these, let's get it. That's so cool. And I, I, you know, I, I, always, I haven't got one I, I, yeah, reading reading about how like the samurai back in the day were so disciplined and, and all about honor and what they stood for, I, I loved it. Oh, that's amazing! I like that because I think you know tattoos should always have a lot of meaning. I know there's people who get so excited, like yeah, I want a tattoo, and then they go to this tattoo place and they just look on the wall and think, oh yeah, I'll have that one. But for me, yeah. if I was to get a tattoo and I really do want one, it would have to have something very meaningful for me. Yeah, inspiring. Yes, because yeah. I have tattoos, and, and the thing about it, a lot of guys and a lot of females and everybody, they want to get it because it's the fat thing right now. But it's people that get tattoos because of the passion. It's a passion yes. with having tattoos. Yes. It's a beautiful yeah, art. Like I've always been into art, and I've always told myself my body's going to be a canvas. I yes. like that. Yeah. And I, I always ask tattoo artists, I'm like, hey, what, what what have you gotten cooking? What have you been wanting to do? What What's the what's the thing you've been wanting to do for the longest? What's the most creative piece you wanted to do or freestyle piece you want to do? That's, that's what I always tell artists. And if it intrigues me, I'm like, okay, let's do it. I like it. I like it. So how many have you got? Is it just the one or you got more? Oh, man, I got... I think I'm at 15 now, I think. Wow. 15 tattoos? Well, I, I don't have uh, Amanda. Do you have any tattoos? No, darling. I'm hoping to get my first one. It was going to be this year, but it doesn't look like that's going to happen at the moment. I don't have any, and, and, and I don't particularly. This is just me, and of course, many people have tattoos, and everybody's, you know, whatever they do. Uh, to me, I'm just thinking about. I like the rub-on tattoos. You know, you get the cereal box. You know, Cat and Crunch. You can. <laughs> Nice and safe, honey. Nice and safe. Yeah, you know, you take it on a couple minutes, you show your friends, hey, and you rub it off. It's okay. It's gone. I used to love those back in the day, just, you know, by the way. Oh, yeah, because I'm I'm like, you're going to thinking, hopefully, I'm going to be like this really old guy someday with saggy skin and all this stuff. I hope. (laughs) I may have to do something about that as we get older. But, you know, and I'm just, you know, these tattoos are like with you for like life. And you're going to be like this old guy sitting in a rocking chair at the old age home someday with your with your friends sitting there rocking back and forth. And 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 all the saggy skin and these old tattoos all over the place. I'm like, I don't I don't want that. I'm like, you know, can you imagine I, I, would, I would still look at that old guy and be like, yeah, I'm not going to mess with that. <laughs> yeah, right? <laughs> but if you think 
why those was, older generation people had their boycott yeah, stories. No, I'm good. I'll, I'll open the door for you, sir. I'll even buy your coffee. <laughs> you will? Thank you. <laughs> <I'll> even... Yep. <laughs> Well, I would have a lot of respect for it if I saw an, an older guy like that and he had tattoos on him. I'd, I would just be standing there in amazement like, you're cool. You are so cool. Exactly. <laughs> we we have another caller on the line here. Hold on one second. Hold on one second. Ooh, okay. uh, it's, it looks like a fake one, but we'll try to get him on board here. The signal's not real strong, but hello, caller. You're on the air. This is the Coast to Coast program. My name is Andy Kimball. How are you? What? Oh, I did that again. What? Hi. What would you like to talk about? We have Fernando Reyes, accomplished actor, Philadelphia, Pennsylvania, on the line with us here on the Coast to Coast Show. Any questions? Uh. This is the same person who tried to call in a little earlier. Well, here's... We can't really hear what you're saying, so... What? You want to dance? Yeah. All right. Um, We'll try it again. You like Thank that. you. Thank you. Yeah. I have a question for you. I, I have I have a question for you, okay? Uh, we, we try to get our callers to answer at least one question on the show, and Amanda knows all about that by now. Um, I do. And I'm trying to find a good question here that we might have um, for you. And uh, let me... Um, let me find a good one that you might be able to help us out with here and answer this question in in 10 seconds or less. I guess we'll stick with the same question we've been asking uh, so far uh, this show. Um, wait, uh, yeah. Uh, okay, are you, are you ready? Are you ready? Okay, here we go. Uh, what would you say to Joe Biden? Bravo, darling. Thank you. We don't know what that was all about, but we are going to say thank you. Anyway, um, very good. Uh, We're going to be right back, folks, after this message. Stay with us. Use art to teach math with Learn It By Art. These art integration kits have all the supplies and lessons you need to help students increase standardized test scores, strengthen critical thinking skills, and reduce classroom disruptions. These kits will save you hours of prep time so you can work more closely with your students and engage them with hands-on activities. Learn it by art, know it by heart. Visit learnitbyart.com today. And folks, this is the Coast to Coast Show. My name is Andy Kimball. Our call-in number live right now around the world, one plus then 515-605-9888. If you're in the United States, no need to dial one. That number is 515-605-9888. We are live right now, and we do know that most of you listen to this show via podcast later on. You download the podcast. We appreciate that. Let us know your thoughts. And uh, what's our what's our Instagram, guys? What's our Instagram, our Instagram account? What actually is at the Andy and Kimball Show. Wait, the Andy and Kimball Show? 
Yeah. The Andy and Kimball. Andy, who's this? Uh, who's Kimball? The Andy, oh. uh, blah, blah, blah. the Andy and Lloyd <laughs> show. I'm sorry. <laughs> the <YG laughs> Are you sure you haven't cracked open one of those beers? <laughs> <laughs> I think I, I, I want to. Uh, okay, okay. Yeah, uh, we'll <laughs> Oh, my God. It went well, way uh, down. I don't know about you guys, but I feel a little flush. all the way down. <sighs> so, Fernando. Hey, what's up? Let me ask you a question. Uh, if anybody want to get in contact with you through your social media... How can you know you're on a show? How would they um, get in contact with you? So my my Facebook is the usual Fernando Reyes, uh, and uh, my Instagram is fjrjr official. Again, my Instagram is fjrjr official. That's awesome. Awesome. Yeah, I made it to you today. <laughs> yeah, definitely, and we appreciate you coming on board here on the Coast to Coast show, and uh, and all the very best of luck with your uh, pursuits in the acting career and the business. And uh, really appreciate hearing from you. Um, and uh, it was really lightning, lightning conversation. We appreciate it here on the Coast to Coast show. And uh, any time, no, it's been I mean, a real any pleasure. Time. A real pleasure. It is a, Thank you so it much. Is a true, it, is a, it is a true treat to be on here. I appreciate you guys. Thank you, you are so much. The- Oh, what is your, you, your question? Yeah, what is your favorite podcast? <laughs> yeah, your favorite what? podcast is your favorite podcast. Coast to coast, baby. Hey, yes. you did. Hey, Fernando. <laughs> hey, uh, before we let you go, before we let you go, just because the the main theme of our program and our podcast, as the case might be, um, we talk a lot about politics, about the news, about issues, concerns, current events, analyze the holiday, the, the, the holiday. <laughs> Oh, you know it's coming right for me next. Oh, we, 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 we analyze the holidays. Call it call back in. <laughs> You're never going to come back on board now. You're never going to come back on board now. I don't know more. It's the well, what's, what's, what, what's the what's the money what's the money question? The money question is, tell us your take right now uh, uh, on what's going on in the world regarding the coronavirus and the election. Where do you – you don't have to tell us your political affiliation. You don't care to, but if you'd like to, we're all ears as well. What do, what do you think? What's, what's your take? You know, We talk about it all the time. We have guests to come in and talk about it. What's your take on the uh, – just out of curiosity, just as a person, you know, layman on the street, what's going on? What do you think? To bottle it all up is um, when we look in the history, when we look back in history, we should just go from 2019 to 2021. We should just forget about 2020 overall. Like, we should just disregard 2020 no matter what. That's, that's how I feel about anything that's going on in 2020 right now. Between coronavirus, election, and anything that happened. Like, we, we lost Kobe Bryant and Chadwick Boseman. I, that was, that's my hurt piece right there. Yeah, that was tragic. But 2020 got to go. <laughs> all in all, things we gotta go. Oh, uh, we can appreciate it, lot, darling. With 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 this election that's coming this year too, we gotta go. Yeah, yeah. yeah another thing, we, we, one thing about that, which you just said, and, and it's kind of crazy because I kind of miss going to the movie theater. <laughs> I really do. I do. No, but surprisingly, surprisingly, they 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 showed the tenant, and the tenant did really good in the movie theaters. What? Wow. 
Yeah, they they they, put, they showed the tenant um by Christopher Nolan. Uh, certain movie theaters had certain restrictions, but people went to go watch it and they enjoyed it. Movies wow. are coming back slowly. Wow. Okay. Good to know. Hmm. Yeah, AMC oh, okay. is open. Uh, AMC is open with limited audience uh, capacity, um, obviously yeah. intentionally, um, across the country. Yeah. How much are yeah. tickets, you think, Andy? $2, special today. $2 for you. I'm <laughs> going. And then I'm going to sneak in the other uh, movie theater. Remember that? No, I'm just joking. I, I do remember those that. days. I remember those <laughs> yeah. days. I do. I do remember those days. But listen, uh, Fernando, thanks for joining us. We're going to move on here, and this is the Coast to Coast program. Our number is 515-605-9888. Thank you for being part of the show, and do not be a stranger by any means. You're welcome back on board anytime. Great talking with you. Thank you. Thank you so much. We wish you all the best, darling. Again, folks, this is the Coast to Coast program. My name is Andy Kimball. We have Amanda Love in the UK, and we have Cornell Butler, who's the producer of the show back there in the East Coast in Pennsylvania, making uh, sure that everything is appropriately done right on the show, which I don't really know if it is, but we try our best. Um, yeah. So anyway, we're, <laughs> we, um, <laughs> we... He said that for the bathroom incident. Yeah, you know that that was that was. I got to remember when we're. You know, I can't. It's hard for me to tell you when we're actually on. So you know, sorry about. Did come across something that kind of uh, made me smile. Uh, There was this guy in Germany who was uh, sunbathing, and he was naked. So this uh, (laughs) this boar. Wild boar comes running along. I mean, if he's someday, then I hope he's naked. Uh, uh, well, yeah, I know, right? He's just, bear in mind, he's this older gentleman. He's got a bit of a belly on him, bless him. Quite hairy. And he was seen chasing this wild boar because the wild boar picked up a, a plastic bag of his and was running away with it. And everybody was so shocked that this guy, this naked guy, is running after this, this boar. With just a plastic bag, it turns out it had his laptop in it, so it's quite so quite amusing. The phone, right? <laughs> <laughs> I think the wild boar was just wanting to get into some technology, you know, or to check oh, things out online. Yeah. Maybe looking for a date, who knows, right? And Cordell, we have a question for you. If you care to answer it, you know, you're in the sure. pool for the free flow on Friday. But let me pick a uh, individual ask from our press pool here, and you, sir, go ahead. Do you feel that being uh, nominated for um, most epic ass uh, short changes your other ass uh, qualities? Oh my gosh! I, I definitely want to get a nominated. <laughs> <laughs> I, I Thank think, you. Um, that's me. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> How can I sign up, Andy? Uh, yeah, uh, I'll tell you the. Um, well, thank you for that. You know, and uh, you know, these questions come in, and we we like to field them appropriately, um, and we, you know, we appreciate that. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Uh, and come on, save it for the next show. <laughs> I have you just uh, saved it. Yeah, I mean, I got a question for you. What's what's it like right now in the UK? What is what? Sorry, sweetheart. What? Uh, I I love that accent. What is the weather like now in the UK? The weather is up and down, darling. It's it's really warm one moment and then very cold the next. So it's kind of like 
from day to day you don't know what kind of clothes you're going to put on you need to check things out before you, you go outside like, which is unusual for the UK because we've had a good run of having some decent summers but I would say for the past couple of years it's been crazy lots of rain gale force winds colder temperatures then it's hot again really hot um, it's suspected to have some really hot weather this weekend whether that turns out to be the case I don't know we shall see We'll see. Yeah, it's still pretty warm here in LA. There's fires still yeah. burning. Uh, about Are 20 you miles serious? From the fires are yeah, burning? Yeah, the uh, Bobcat wow. fire, which is about 20 miles from my house, is still going. It's a little more contained than it was previously, but it's still burning. The uh, the uh, smell of the, uh, the campfire smell dissipated so much. It's still pretty humid here. I'm usually humid in Southern California. They're still burning up in Oregon and, uh, and to Washington, Northern California, burning ravishly. Uh, it's just un- unbelievable. Um, and we have another question coming in here, which I'm going to get to here. Uh, you, sir, go ahead. And this is for who? This is for me. All right, go ahead. I'm, I'm all ears. And, and, uh-oh. Stand by. Okay, let's hear it. Do you have sex, like, on camera and stuff like that? Do I have sex on camera? Uh, no. Moving right along... You, you, wouldn't want to, well, you wouldn't want to see me. You wouldn't want to see me having sex on camera. I got to tell you that right now. Anyway, uh, <laughs> <laughs> or anywhere else for that matter. Can we talk? You know what I'm saying? You know what I mean? He said, or yeah. in the mirror. <laughs> you know, I'll tell you, it ain't easy. Even with my wife. You know, what I mean? one night I came home, I figured let my wife uh, come on. You know what I mean? I'll play it real cool, like you know, real slow, real easy. Let her make the first move. Well, she did move. She went to she went to Florida. You know what I mean? <laughs> oh man! Yeah. That didn't make you insecure, Andy. <laughs> yeah, it, it really was. You know, my wife and I dated. We dated for quite a long time. We dated for a long time. And even before that, we were happy for like twenty years before we met. Oh my! God. <laughs> oh my! <God>. What? Um. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'm still waiting for the punchline on that one. <laughs> 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 yeah. At least you got some respect from somewhere. No, these are all <laughs> little puns from, yeah, these are like... Hey, it's Friday, yeah, man. Stephen Wright and Roddy Dangerfield and Jackie Mason and, and, and Bing Crosby and um, yeah. all these great... Yeah, listen, right, folks... Right. We're going to uh, we're going to be uh, wrapping up our show here in just a couple of minutes, and uh, on a positive note, we are off for the weekend. And um, yeah, <laughs> you, don't have to, <laughs> you don't have to listen to us for the next two days. We will be running a rerun of this show. Not that you want to hear it. I, I know you're all rushing to set your your, your podcast uh, uh, programs. Uh, this runs at five o'clock on Saturday. The same show will repeat. And uh, we do highlights on Sunday at 5 o'clock. And then we return to you with another live show, catching you up all the news that fit to print, diving into the headlines and the issues and current events and concerns that, uh, that we all need to think about here. Um, and I want to thank Amanda Love in the U.K. Thank you. Thank, thank you, you for being thank, here. Thank you, Amanda. Thank you, Amanda. Oh, thanks, thanks, guys. And, and, I, and I want to thank... Um, I want to thank uh, what's his name again. I want to thank uh, Cornell. There we go. Hey, hey, <laughs> hey! Thanks, Cornell in Pennsylvania. <laughs> and again, and my name's Andy Kimball. Oh. Oh. 
<laughs> we'll catch the Monday live, folks, on the Coast to Coast program. Thanks very much for stopping by. We appreciate it. Bye-bye. Thanks, guys. Be safe. Take care. Have a good one. Thank you.